a patron? Yeah, for a, um, a charity called Recoup. Which is it, quite interesting. Is it got anything to do with chickens? No, plastic. Oh. Recoup. No, we're not recouping chickens. Oh, alright. Um, that would have been nice. I like that though. Recoup. Yeah. I know, right? Maybe we will set up a chicken charity. <laughs> yeah. In we our shouldn't recoup them though, I suppose. In our spare we? time. Oh, no. Because we've got to get them out of coops. No, yeah, uncoop. Sort of they want big coops. Yes. Bill, like mine have got like a big coop. I, I well, it's bears. not really a big coop, it's the whole garden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just let it's them just out. Well, <laughs> look at me. <laughs> have you still got them? Yeah, they're Those in the back. Three... No, I'd say, I'd make them, when I'm away more, they've got a big run around the back. But, so what I do is I let them... I, they have an extended area that I worry. What it is is I worry that the coop won't be locked at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love Mrs. Frost and the kids dearly, but actually, <laughs> unless oldest, if Abs is not about, they can be slightly forgetful. Yeah, and I'm just a bit worried. I come back and yeah. the troops have had so that so if I'm about, they have a bigger run. Um, but also the summer months, they're out a lot more. Yeah, I mean, sure. the chickens have got a big covered area. It's quite interesting actually. You've got a big sort of covered space. And you know, on a really bad days, they don't even really bother coming out. They put yeah. their old heads out the door and go, Yeah, but don't fancy that. That's because of the chickens you've got. They're, yeah. the, they're the most prissy chickens I've ever seen in my they're life. They look like two pom poms stuck together. Yeah, I've lovely. never seen them. They're lovely. They look like, it looks like someone's taken a big bit of candy floss and a little bit of candy <laughs> floss and gone, yeah, we'll have him. Yeah, look, it's a chicken. You go, oh, they're lovely, I love them. Yeah. That's why they don't do anything. They're not real yeah, chickens. They're little silkies. They, they lay all right, though, but they're so friendly as well. Yeah. They're really good fun, yeah. They're yeah. super cute. They're, 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 really, no, they're, quite, they're happy. They're sort of, they don't even... You go in, there's no... You can pick them... They don't run, or you can pick them up and oh, put nice. them on your arm. There's yeah. no... Not put it on your head. A bit like the sheep. The sheep are more like dogs. Yeah. So every day now, you know, you come down to the, you come out the door. So if Abs has not fed them, then the, the back door, they hear the back door. All right, they're what a hundred yards away from the back door, and then you get this, bah, bah, and then they stood down there. Obviously, we've got two boys and a girl. She's proper. She's in charge. Yeah, of course she is. Yeah, she's like proper life. Yeah, she is in charge. <laughs> And then, you know, they stood behind her. <laughs> so like, you are like the queen. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't step in front. <laughs> <laughs> and shit. And yeah, and then they're straight in. But you can sort of check them over. When they're feeding, you can check all their feet, pick them up. And That's really nice. And they're good as gold. Yeah. Know? This is the um, kids we're talking about now, or the chickens? No, the kids. The totally, sheep still. Yeah, the kids. Feral. The kids are feral. <laughs> yeah, they're feral. We're throwing stuff about now. Happy New Year, Adam Frost. Happy New Year, son. I know it's like. My thought on it, we just, well, it's now. Well, it's um, the very end of January yeah. for us. This so, this might get re- released on the, or is it February today? It's February tomorrow? No, it's February the, today. Is it? Yeah. Oh. We're not in Europe anymore. No, we're not. No, we are not. That's a, I no. woke up this morning. Let's not talk about that. No. I think that's a little bit too... Yeah. I think people come to our podcast. The reviews tell me that people come to our podcast for some relief. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and to some be escape. honest, I've got no intention <laughs> of talking about that whatsoever. Let's not have an opinion on no, that. No, I um, think... Um, did you have a nice The best thing about that is you just turn the telly off, yeah. the radio off, and yeah, you go yeah. in the garden. And go in the garden, Absolutely. <laughs> Garden is it's literally an escape from it. It's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely wonderful. And you know what's wonderful? I put my hand in the soil this morning. It's the same soil. So the important stuff stays the same. Exactly that. Exactly um, that. Did I you have a nice New Year? I know it was a couple of weeks ago, but... Yeah. Was there a beer involved? 
There was there was there was beer or six involved. <laughs> yeah, um, it was it was good actually. It was good. nice just to kick back for a couple of weeks. Yeah, um, cozy office, um, lots of cooking. Yeah, frail amount of sort of red liquid. Right. Okay. Um, and other red cheese. liquids are available. Cheese, a lot of cheese. Cheese, a lot of cheese. You're walking off all your gout now, aren't you? Yeah, a lot of cheese, <laughs> which was very lovely. And then actually, um, after New Year, have you been to Copenhagen? Mm, yes, once we worked, so I didn't get to see it. No. Oh, so obviously, oldest boy, um, Jacob is twenty. He was twenty-one in November. Yes. And Mrs. Frost sorted out um, three and a half days in Copenhagen with his dad. Oh. He's starting to be an architect. So just uh, you two, us two. That is awesome. It was really cool. I mean, we walked. He had this list of all these things he, oh, he wanted amazing. to see. Um, three and a half days. Oh, we walked sixty k. Amazing. You know, on your little thing. Yeah, yeah. I literally just followed him round, and <laughs> it was yeah, awesome. And then they've got some really cool. They've got like an old um, meat packing area, yeah. right? which is obviously that industry's changed uh-huh, a bit, uh-huh. so it's all very different. But it, a lot of it's been changed into like cool restaurants and bars. Yeah. But it's still kept that real industrial yeah. feel. Um, so things like that. But then they're um, they're like waste plants. Um, which is out of the town. I think only 4% of their waste goes into the ground. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, so they've got this energy plant. <clears throat> you go and you walk out to it, which my son happened to walk me out there in the pouring rain, you know. Sure. So we got back and we were wet through <laughs> to their pants, yeah. you know. Um, but the building, not only was the building cool, but you can walk up the side of it, all right? So you're now, what, 80 metres, something like that, 70, yeah. 80 metres in the air. It's got a ski slope all the way from the top to the huh. bottom. Wow. And and the, the thought process through, you know, their architecture and creativity was awesome. But also their, their landscape connection seemed very... We, we walked back from like a little township back into the, the main city and... We walked through more or less like a wilding area. Right. They, you know, and it was be careful, you know, be mindful of. Yeah. Habitat. Roaming, and stuff. roaming, not roaming cattle and this, that, and the Amazing. other. So, yeah. I think they're quite progressive like that. I remember listening to. I love Sandy Toxvig as a mm. broadcaster, and she's from Copenhagen, I think. Yeah, well, I did, um, yeah. Last year I did um, Chelsea. I did the um, preview oh, show. Of course you did, yeah. Sandy. I know. But she's very... Um, she's lovely. Yeah, she's... She put you in your place, yeah, didn't she? she did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's lovely. I, I can only uh, aspire to that. so sharp. <laughs> oh, yeah. So sharp. You know, yeah. Br- but brilliant. But you're right, lovely, Andy. So, yeah, so we're place. halfway... So that was lovely. So welcome yeah, back. sorry, mate. Uh, but no, what no, about no. you? Just uh, come back a bit. You what, New right? Year? Yes, I don't really ever do much for New Year. So really quiet, actually, this year. And um, did I have New Year on my own? Yes, I did. Uh, it was so long ago, I can't quite remember. Um, All right, it was good. Well, then. four weeks ago. No, it was really lovely. I think I went to bed early and got up really, really early the next morning, watched the sunrise, all that kind of jazz. But yeah, for me, it's not really a big. I'm not really a big party friend. I'm a, you know, I'm all right with that. Quite like it. I'm quite. Um, I'm quite an introvert for all the stuff that I do. I quite like my own company yeah, and I, silence and all that. Yeah, I'm good with that. I, I, it's funny, isn't it? When I you stand much of that. So. Yeah, but when you stand up on the old stage in that. Yeah, sure. It's, it's quite interesting, sort of socially. As you know, Mrs. Frost is far more sociable. Than yes, you. yeah, she is. Oh, I yeah. know. <laughs> Which is great, really. Yeah. <laughs> 
at a party, I'll, I literally will disappear into the background. Yeah. I'll go and do my work. Yeah. It's like the stage stuff and that. I don't know about you, but you do it, you have that moment, yeah. and then just go and like yeah. to sit quietly Yeah, you don't need that moment all the time. No. You do the thing, and, yeah. and that's okay. And it's, it doesn't feel like a chore. It's a lovely thing, and you enjoy it, but you don't, that's not, you don't need that all the time for no. you. Then once you've had your moment, everyone looking at you, you're quite happy just to blend into the background and let someone else have the limelight yeah. and just... I always yeah, say, no, I like, get that. my mates have said, Frosty, how did you, you know, the people that have known me for years, how did you end up doing it? Because you're yeah. not really yeah. that Sociable. sort of person. Not very yeah, nice. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I said, but do you know what the loveliest thing is about telly? Well, you can right? switch it off. Well, there's that. <laughs> but if you've got Mrs Frost, as we know, you know, can talk a little bit, mm-hmm. and four kids, mm-hmm. it's amazing I haven't got a stutter son. And never get to the end of no. the conversation without being interrupted. Right. <laughs> Camera, <laughs> they go action. I just talk. Yeah. Nobody interrupts. No. <laughs> it's like at times I'm looking round. Yeah. Waiting for somewhere. Yeah. It's, it's, it's too good to be true. <laughs> <laughs> it's lovely. So oh, we yeah, appreciate that's, it. Yeah, I, that's the good <laughs> bit about telling. I'm saying that on behalf of everybody listening. We like it when you when you get when you're allowed to chat. Um, yeah. So, what about yeah. New Year's resolutions for this year? Do you make um, those? Do you do those or not? No. I, okay. I, no. Um, no. Me neither. No. I, I I have a plan. Yeah. I want to you know I want to try and I suppose like lots of people trying to find a little bit more balance mm-hmm. between the chaos that is my working life to just well you said just sitting and being and maybe just having a little bit more time for me and Self-care. the family yeah we're not very good at that no I don't want to say we I mean pretty much every human every being human being <laughs> yeah I think you're right I think um, yeah somebody did say to me the other day I was like no it's the fellow who's doing my back um, and he just said we were talking about the year that I've got, you know, in front of me. And I start saying what I've got in front of me and <laughs> start scaring me. Like yeah. like, and he just said, before I left, you just make sure you feed yourself, fella. Make yeah. sure you feed yourself. And I think there's something in that, isn't there? So, yeah, I want to spend more time in the garden. But And then Mrs Frost has booked some trips away. Um, I suppose just to make sure that... Are they working trips away? Because Mrs. Frost is very good at selling you trips yeah, away no, and then dripping no, in at the end. By the way, you've no, got no. What she's done is <laughs> she's, she's bought for Christmas. She's she's bought a she's bought me a holiday that I've never talked about. Right, lovely. Is she um, going with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, funny yeah, yeah. It's surprising, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And actually, even for my birthday in September, she bought me. A holiday that we're doing in March, right? For my birthday, another place I'd never talked about. That's very nice, yeah. But but she had, but she, yeah, had, yeah. yeah. <laughs> several times. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bless her. She's quite sharp. The old. So you got a lot going on this um, this year, and one of the things that people probably might be aware of is this: uh, your super swanky Chelsea yeah, garden. Yeah, whoa, whoa, stop. Well, stop. This ain't been all about me. What about you? What you got planned for the year? Oh, well, okay, so I don't do New Year's resolutions because, and this will sound a bit twee, but it's true. Um, I try as we go through the year all the time through my life all the time to kind of correct and balance and reflect and yeah. I think you should try I think we should all try a bit harder at life generally try and be kinder yeah. to ourselves trying to be kinder yeah. to other people so I don't have broad resolutions um, but, you've had, but, but what is it though because I tell you what you've I've, we've over that last 12 months two years three years yeah. whatever you've been in some holes yeah you know yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and got yourself in two nights about being overloaded and all the rest of it. Yes. How are you deal with that? Well, I've done that. Right. 
and, and, and maybe that's an interesting thing for people listening because I imagine I'm not the only person that kind of feels life's a bit overwhelming sometimes yeah. a bit stressed and you look at your diary yeah. and it how's that going to happen I realised that ultimately it's only me that matters isn't it so I got to a point where it's a bit different for me because I've got a team of people that work with me and someone else that manages my diary and whatever so I, I said to the people that are in charge of that um, I'm not having this anymore this has to be fixed otherwise I'm going to go do something else I can't I'm not having yeah. it so it's not the life I want to live it's yeah. my choice whether I live like it yeah. so <clears throat> I want a day off a week and that's oh. it make it happen yeah. and they went okay now bear in mind if you look at my diary it looks yeah. like an explosion in a Crayola factory yeah. right? there are colours everywhere with yeah. all of these different things going on and to their credit that is exactly what they've done. They have, they have worked that, yeah. And, uh, and I said, okay, and I don't want calls all over the place because people demand your time, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And the problem with people demanding your time is there's no respect for the fact that I have my own life. I've got loads of other stuff going yeah. on and all of that gets slotted in. So I said, if people want to speak to me, they can speak to me between these hours on this day and this day. And yeah. then that means that the rest of my time is much more sorted. Yeah. I mean, it, because I realised it had been almost three months since I picked up a book. And I'm a real bibliophile, like I flip in love books, that's a real passion for me. It had been almost two months since I'd actually been in the garden and done anything, because I've got other people helping out with the garden. And I'm like, hang on a minute, no, 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 this is not the life I want to live. So I suppose there's an element of that that happened at New Year, where I said, okay, is this working? Yes, it is. How can I do it a bit more? And it's not like, you know, God, I have to earn money. I haven't got the life of Riley. I'm not, yeah. you know, I didn't inherit a load of stuff. I have to make the money. <clears throat> so you've still got to work, haven't you? I know. But, but you, it's about the balance, isn't it? Yeah. You've also got to have some downtime. We won't tell them that you, your father was a lord, no? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've said it now. <laughs> he wasn't. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and also think little things also, like um, diet and stuff, right? So I'm mm. eating much better than I ever have done. I'm just, just, again, putting a bit more effort. I'm trying more into eating fresh and less sugar and less processed stuff and, and feel amazing for it don't yeah. I look amazing Adam yeah I, a d- little pointer <laughs> right. yeah you do what, you no. don't look bad the old boy you don't look bad um the peg oh <laughs> but the peg is there to you... remind me of stuff I got here didn't I I know but I thought like, remembered I, I thought you might lose the peg well, no it's I there all the time it's not for you <laughs> It stays on this coat all the time. Look, here's the list of paper for today, right? Look, I've pegged that on there. (laughs) I'll get you a peg. I can see where this is going. I tell you what, so if someone saw you, they would take you somewhere. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, come on, sir. Yeah. Come and sit, come and come sit and in the back of his van. Don't worry, don't worry. We will look after you. Don't you worry. So, uh, yeah, there's a bit. Yes. So, yeah, so you've, that's good, though. That's good. I think I'd, one thing I've done, actually, Mrs. Frost has done, not me. I tell you what, I've become really bad at, at looking at my. I can't read my diary on my phone uh-huh. or my computer because okay. everything seems in compartments yeah rather than being that. able to see the whole picture yeah I get that so we've gone back all old fashioned yeah wall planner wall planner yeah, that's exactly what I do on my office you can broader see the whole yeah, thing and I can see the whole thing and yeah. even that I've gone oh hold on yeah yeah right I've got four weeks yeah ah and then there's that bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to that place that yeah. I've mentioned all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mrs. yeah. the holiday. And yeah. then we've got, boom. <laughs> so that's made me feel 
a little bit. But it helps well. you make choices, doesn't it? Because rather than just in your head thinking, "Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, I'll do that." Or yeah. have we got any enough time to drive there and drive back? Yeah, you have. But when you zoom out a bit and you say, "Well, hang on a minute. I'm I'm going to be driving that day before and late back there, and then I'm I've got three days doing something that's going to need headspace there, and mm. someone else has asked me to do that. And hang on a minute. That means that's nine days I haven't had a day off. Yeah. Well, this <coughs> got this got partly called off last time because. I'd got myself in a two and eight in a week. I'd had three things happen in the week that weren't meant to happen. Yeah. I ended up working, I don't know, I must have worked 70 odd hours. Yeah, got to Saturday sure. morning and just thought, and you went, oh, I don't feel the best. And yeah. my head went, I don't know how to tell him, but I, I, I just yeah, need yeah, to yeah. sit in a corner yeah, and like, yeah, and rock. it's crackers, isn't it? Yeah, it's crackers. Well, and you get ill. That's the silly thing about yeah. it. You know, we, we, and that's, <clears throat> I think, really. The lovely thing about... I went to see a film last night, um, A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood, right? Mr. Fred Rogers. I, I put on Instagram yeah, it's today. It's good, isn't it? It's a very good film. <clears throat> so when I worked in the States, I, I, I watched Mr. Rogers. I knew yeah. about Mr. Rogers. But nobody over here really knows about him because he wasn't... Uh, it was never aired here, I don't think. But what's lovely is at the corner of... Uh, the sort of centre, sorry, of everything he does is it's about kindness. <clears throat> and one of the interesting things, I think, about gardening is... And, and as I was watching the film last night, I was thinking, because I knew we were doing this today, I thought, that is just gardening all over for me. His style, you can Google him, Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers, yeah, well, Day I in the Neighbourhood. Yeah, I there was an interview this week on BBC, the two, okay. because it's... Um, oh, who's playing Mr. Rogers? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, yes. yeah, and who I can't remember who he was with, but they okay. were on the BBC, they were doing an interview about uh-huh. it, yeah. Well, it, it, what's lovely is Mr. Rogers' style is very slow. And he used to do this thing where wherever he was asked to speak and stuff, he would say, I would love you to take a minute with me to think about all of the people that made you who you are today and to honour them and thank them. And he would stay in silence for a minute, right? They did that in the film. And as he started doing it, I thought, oh, I know where this is going. It'd be interesting to see if they're brave enough to be quiet for a minute. It's a minute silence in a Hollywood blockbuster film. That cinema, you could have heard a pin drop because yeah. everybody was doing the same thing, thinking, who's made me who I am today? And forcing you to slow. Yeah. It's like, because it, I went with somebody <clears throat> and they said the same thing. It was almost a bit jarring. It took you a while to get into it because yeah. it was such a slow, measured pace. Yeah. And that's not the life we live anymore, no, is it? it's not. And yet in gardening, that's what we get. Yeah. It forces that, you to slow down. That's that whole thing, isn't Beautiful. it? About being, you know, all this stuff they talk about, about being, you know, in the moment type yes. of stuff. Yeah, 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 You know, that idea of watching a bee. Yeah, yeah. It's because yeah. you watch the bee. Yeah. That's, that's what you, you do. do. Mm-hmm. You don't, everything else sure. disappears. But yeah, you're right. And the most interesting thing about that little bit of the conversation, in three months' time... Yeah. <laughs> See where we're actually at. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah. Well, well, there we go. Everybody yeah. listening, you can keep check on us and yeah. make sure that we're true to our word because that's true as well. You do forget. If it's up to you, you'll just get absorbed by life, yeah. right? No. So absorbing by life. Back to this paper thing. I read in the paper about the Chelsea Garden. Right. So congratulations. That sounds amazing. Yeah. I, yeah. Congratulations. But, <laughs> so I'm not sure that's right. But you created a little bit of a. Little bit of a furore, didn't you, about oh, what you said in that paper? Well, yeah, but you know what papers like me. I didn't actually use the exact words. That well, it doesn't surprise me, Mister Frost. I, what it, so it, the explain whole, the thing for right, me. Right. So the whole garden ultimately is about biosecurity. Yep. 
Which is a, mm. you're really hot on biosecurity, uh, I, I, aren't you? I, I, and you've spoken to His Royal Highness Prince Charles about it. I, I have, and I and I do different bits. In fact, I'm going on Monday down to Defra just to get a real update on exactly where they are and what they're doing. And um, I'm working quite a bit with um, the fellow that looks after the science, basically director mm-hmm. of science um, for the RHS. Um, it's complex. It is so complex. But but ultimately. What we're going to do is we're trying to build a garden. I mean, we're now sitting with over a thousand pests and diseases on a DEFRA list, all right? So some of those stuff we've lived with for absolutely years. Others are arriving or they're the mm-hmm. other side of, you know, the water, yep, various yep, different yep, places. That we're aware of. So something like Zyella, which is one that's talked about, which has caused havoc with all the olives down in, down mm-hmm. in Italy and things like that. Um, See, even with that, people think, oh, Zyella, it's going to rock up and it's going to kill everything. And, and it is scary because it's, a, it's, you know, it's been talked about, I mean, 18 months ago, two sure. years ago, we were talking about it fe- affecting 200 species of plants. We now fast forward to over 500 species of plants. Wow, that's significant. But there's also... They're different... at risk. If they get yeah. it, something will happen to the trees. Yeah, and, plant, and well, plant. I mean, within <clears throat> that sit things like... I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, off the top of my head, off the top of my head. I'm just thinking more unusual bits. Alpine strawberries, um, right. rosemaries, lavenders. Oh, wow. Um, oh, it's broad. Yeah, it's broad. Wow. And even, you know, um, lemon balm, right. all over the place, things like that. Yeah, yeah. But there's not just one strain of this Zyella, uh-huh. so it gets complex because there's more than one strain. They think that one strain will survive over here. But they're not sure that that's the strongest strain that will cause sure. as much problems. And sure. I, I think I started researching it and, and with a girl, we've got an office called Caitlin, who's, who's brilliant. And, and the more research we did, and we did European, we did the RHS, we did the DEFRA, and we read through and read through. And, 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 that, and what I suppose it left me with was probably more questions than it yeah. did answers yeah. and I think I'm left in a place of thinking this is changing constantly we need yeah. more money for more research we need bigger public awareness and I'm designing this garden and there was a couple of this don't laugh <laughs> there was a couple of times when I've got like a tear running down and I'm just thinking how have we got here mm. how have we got here you know and you just think this is crackers. We yeah. we need to be aware. So the garden ultimately at Chelsea is it's, it's not you know mad a piece of design. I mean, in mm-hmm. fact, it's actually created from quite a few old Chelsea gardens. Sure. So um, there's different designers' materials that I'm yeah, using yeah. to create. But what, what I'm trying to do is you go, you can walk through the centre of this garden into well two gatehouses, but they become art galleries. So what I want to do is a representation of the thousand pests and diseases in the two art galleries. And then as you come out of those, one way you look, and it will look like a classic English garden with a twist, or Mm -hmm. British garden with a twist. Mm -hmm. Um, And then at one end of it, there'll be a a monoculture hedge, probably a Buxus hedge Mm -hmm. that divides a wildflower area with probably a monoculture orchard or just to say, and all the planting within that will be affected. Okay. In 
in one way, and I suppose not literally affected. You're not putting no, 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 no. Right, I can't okay. do that. No, no, right. no, I can't do that. No, just not taking. It. Yeah, sorry, mate. That's how you end up with trouble in the baby. Uh, yeah. So they'll all carry some sort of problem, and, yeah. I, and I think even the plants that do carry problems that we end up putting sprays on, all that's changing. Yeah. You know, all that's changing what we can and what we can't do. Yes. And remember, you know, I was sort of pushed forward by Jeff Hamilton. You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I've yeah. organically yeah. you. He was talking about it 30 years ago, yeah, you know? yeah. and the idea of monocultures, um, designers have been taught less is more, and in reality, not sure that's the answer. Yeah. Um, so the garden will be affected in different ways, and the way I'm thinking about it, you know, some of the plants, if you think about it, humanising it, you know, it might be the cold, a flu, sure. right through to, you know, ultimate ultimate death, yeah, you know, yeah, depending. Yeah. So that will be one side of the garden, and at the end there'll be an ode to the countryside. And then the other way, I'm planting it with plants that, are, that at the moment <laughs> sit <Yeah>. in we're <clears throat> all right camp. Yeah. But even since we've been doing it, when Caitlin comes in, you know, and she then checks where we are with everything, yes. we've lost two trees from the good side. Wow. To the other side. Wow, they're now susceptible. In that time. Wow. And we've been working on it really probably since September. Well, you best hurry up. I know. I know. So, um, so yeah, and, and, the, yeah, and the paper thing, what I said at the launch, because we are just launched it, what I said was ultimately, you know, this thing has upset me. And over the next 20 years, I think our gardens will evolve and change. But I think as gardeners, us that love our gardens will be on that journey so yes. they will change and evolve and we'll maybe use different things as things you know pass away and, sure. and things new things come in but there will be a knock on to our countryside yeah you know that changed by the time we got into the paper to be yes. in i said gardeners well presenter said our gardens will change in the next 20 years beyond but, recognition yeah. which is not quite no what i said not quite. You know, ultimately We'll find a way around it because yeah, yeah, yeah. we always do. We do <clears> that's a know. really interesting point about finding a way around it, though, because <clears throat> one of the things that um, we're going to talk about in a second is, is seeds, because um, it's January is like a great yeah. time, right, for a new growth and all that kind of jazz, and it's it's lovely, isn't it? How there are so many life uh, cycles that are mimicked in the garden, right? It, yeah, we, yeah. we think about New Year's resolutions, January broadly a bleak month but we've had some amazing weather this January we're already starting to see things and we've got a cherry tree in our uh, orchard that's blossoming already like way too early but um but you know it's lovely um but when you say you know we'll adapt and we'll get around it and we will that's the thing that sort of makes me upset because yeah. I, I was saying to you earlier I was reading this two, two of these research papers because this master beekeeper thing I'm doing is quite sciencey and so you're forced into which is fine by me because I'm quite geeky yeah. but um, you're forced into that sort of research side of it yeah. so and I'm not saying everybody should do that but we should definitely ask more questions rather than just accepting you know mm. the information we're given <clears throat> and the there is a Globally, a an abundant fifty to seventy-five, I think, percent decline in pollinating insects, insects broadly, and wildlife, including wild mammals and wild birds. Crackers, isn't it? I mean, that that that's not just a you know a, a thing that we should talk about. That's not just an environmental no, concern. No, no, no. That's a cli- a crisis. I like th- a, I think. In what reality, do we do? I think 
It's time to stop talking. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, totally, reality, totally, absolutely. Know, it's time to stop talking. We talked about it enough, we haven't to, we? Well, there we go, let's go back 30 years. Yes. I'm, I'm 21 <laughs> years old, walk into Jeff Hamilton's place, <laughs> we talk about stop ripping up limestone pavements and, and destroying our countryside. Yeah. Jeff turns up with this stuff called Koi, because we're, we're P3, yeah. you know, P3, bang. And everything was organic. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because the pesticides are an important role in all of this, yeah. right? But 30 years on, kiddo. Yeah. We're still, we're still kind of saying, oh, we should probably do something about that. And that's quite a big deal, isn't it? And people are writing about it. And, and yet you can still walk into a garden centre. So, so three years ago, when I moved to the farm, I wanted it to be organic, right? Yeah. So no pesticides, no nasties, yeah. no nothing. And at the time, I thought, this is going to be hard. I know it's going to be hard, because what about the weeds, right? That my mum just sprays, you know, weed yeah. killer on when I was a kid. What about the... Bugs and pests on the roses and all that kind of jazz. I have not touched pesticides for anything in three years' time. I, I, I for me, and that's all that matters, have the most beautiful garden. Yeah, it, you don't need you'll, it. You'll find balance. Exactly, yeah, you find ways around it, right? You, yeah, you do. And I think with you know that thing of uh, being 21 years old and, and walking into a, a Hamilton environment, it becomes normal. Yeah. So what it yeah. also sets you with. You know, people turn up, oh, what about me black spot? What about... Yes, yes. Look at the flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. worry about the leaves. Yeah. You know, put some herbaceous planting around yeah, it. Sure. And I think it... But it's normal. It's natural. It's natural. We've yeah. still got that Victorian obsession of everything looking yeah. perfect. So whereas with me, it's like, oh, yeah, that'll come, that'll go, that'll yeah. happen. And, and actually, f- for me, it's about enjoying those little moments. And you will find if you leave your garden and, and we... We need to back off and garden in a probably slightly more relaxed way. Yes, I agree. Because within that, we'll leave habitats. Because that's part, for me, one of the biggest parts of the problem with the wildlife is destruction of habitat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because you know what it's like. I mean, at the end of the day, the, you know, the environmental change as far as as far as you know the heat and that sort of yeah. thing. A lot of wildlife can evolve and deal yes, with that yes, yes, but yes. it can't deal with not having somewhere to live yeah yeah absolutely you know you should think about logically this country i don't know if there's maybe a butterfly down down south that sits in a certain area as yeah. the country gets warmer maybe that butterfly can can go you yeah. know further north if it needs certain conditions but if there's no habitat for yeah. it to move to yeah it can't go. Which is exactly what we saw. I mean, it's been proven time again. We spoke a couple of months back about wilding by Isabella Tree yeah, in a book yeah, for yeah. Book of the Month. Do you remember when we used to do Book of the Month before you railroaded it and put in Album of the Month as well? Do you remember that? Doesn't yeah. matter. So, with the book. Oh, well, yeah, but I'm going to talk to you in a minute. <laughs> so, Book of the Month, when, yeah. when, when, <clears throat> when Isabella Tree talks about that estate, and they went from having, you know, I don't know, pigeons and whatever, and then all of a sudden in. It's, such a short period of time I forget it must have been a couple of years they had like migrating butterflies that stopped yeah. off and they were there because they were like oh look this is ideal we'll stay here all these different birds that were starting yeah. to breed there and and they did nothing they just let nature do what it needed to do and I yeah I, I, I it's complex boy isn't it it's really complex, but you know what? Maybe one episode of this... It's not for today, because we've got other stuff to talk about, and we, we've, we need to probably have a chat separately. But I wonder whether... And we can cut this out if you don't want to do it. We should do a special that is about action. Yeah. So a whole episode that is about what can you physically do. Let's not chat about it anymore. Let's say, this is the problem. Here's a possible solution. This is a, what you, can you do in your garden to help this? Because one of the things that does annoy me is that it's not really about us. 
Now, it's like when people say, oh, you know, turn that tap off when you clean your teeth. Absolutely, yes, I should. Always have done. But then you go to the restaurant down the road and they're washing glasses and, and stuff like 24-7. You know, go to the hotel and they're constantly washing stuff all the yeah. time. They don't think about like reducing water waste or, or do something you know, practical about it. So on a massive scale, the, the responsibility's got to shift from the consumer. We've still got to have responsibility, of course, to be better yeah. humans. But it's got to shift to the people that are actually doing this, right? Yeah. The people that are importing plants by pallet loads that are importing them from all sorts of places yeah. and not necessarily doing about it or cover them in pesticides or whatever. Yeah, I just wonder whether there's something... Yeah, they're probably... They're we should put our money where our mouth is and yeah, say, right, and let's have a think about Yeah, definitely. And maybe there's... I, need, you know, I don't know, maybe it's having the kids as well that, that makes it sort of... I feel guilty at times yeah. that, that what I'm... I live in. I probably I do personalise it. And I, I think in my head I've got to a place of going. Well, there are things I think that I can't affect. Yeah. So I try and affect just my environment. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the kids think I'm mental. You know, someone might, one of the older ones it's might go just to the kids, mate. No, no, <laughs> no. They go to the supermarket, you know, and they'll come home with some veg from somewhere at night. Mm-hmm. And I'm, where's that come from? Yeah. Well. Boom. The supermarket, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all they so know. even if I'm in there, and I don't know, say one of them does want this time of year, I don't know what French beans say. Yeah, yeah. You know, we try and live as much as we can seasonally. And one comes from Kenya and one comes from Egypt, then yeah. I'll go to Egypt and yeah. just think, well, it's closer. And that there might, yeah, 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 yeah. the problem it it. is, is that actually there'll be some reason why the one from Egypt is, has more of an effect than yeah. the one from... That's how complex yeah. it gets as well, isn't it? Of course, yeah. With energy and all the rest of it, yeah. the stuff yeah. that... And the more, I don't know, the more you read about it... I don't know, yeah. I mean, you're more intelligent than me, but... Well, I don't I've, know I've I'm become, more attractive. <laughs> well, there's that as well. That's what Mrs Frost says. <laughs> <laughs> but I sometimes feel more confused. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. That's because the people that are... The, the people that, that give us the information don't necessarily do it in a way that is easily accessible, do they? And that's, I think, why people still reach for pesticides, because it's easy. Because if you don't know the answer, you feel you lack confidence and you get that weird... I don't know how to describe it. I often think of it like... It's, for me, I call it empty room syndrome. Like, you're in a massive room on your own and you're like, uh, I, I don't know what to do. I've literally got no information I can pull on. There's nothing here. Whereas I know that... That must be difficult as well, especially when you think... <laughs> Is that when people have got to pay to see you in that? No. <laughs> Everyone's staring at me, yeah. Oh, well, there's literally Nobody, no one yeah, there. Ah, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, right, this is not quite how they tell me it was no. going to be. This is a big room. It's, it's a little bit like this, seats. I suppose, really, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, listen, yeah, let's sorry, move on but... and get to some stuff. Yeah, that, sorry, um... actually, to be fair, yeah, we do apologise. That's probably given everyone depression. No. No, because this is real. And it shouldn't give you depression. Somebody said, my big dog's dying. It's got... Renal failure. I saw, um, yeah, you did, yeah, I saw a little picture somewhere. Yeah. Where the old boy was I'm, on the I'm very, and... very upset about him. Um, he's he's been my my constant for almost 13 years. He's my my boy, and um, somebody, a friend of mine, sent me a lovely message, and she said, you know, we, we're born, and we live, and we die. That's a certain. That's what's going to happen. Mm. But the living bit can either be really good, or it can be really bad, or somewhere in the middle. And it's, that's the bit you've got control over. And that, I think, is the important message from today, is that while we are here and while we've got the things that we've got, isn't it more important that we try to do something positively, but that we do it? Because it starts and it ends with us, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah I think it does. And on that point, your book. My book? 
that you recommended? Man's Search for Meaning, last yeah. month. You liked it. Wow. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I'm I, so pleased. We, you had the audio before, mate. I got audio, but yeah. I, you know, I'm dyslexic. Um, I do read, but I find it, I find it tough. I have to read. I don't know. I read five pages about four times. Yeah, so I've yeah, read yeah. fifteen pages to read five. Yeah, pages, yeah, yeah. Just for it's it not very efficient. Yeah. No. So the audio books, I, I listen to when I'm running in the office. Yeah, yeah. Um, but man, search for meaning. Mm. Um, what's his name? Franklin. Victor Frankel. Victor Frankel. That's it. Wow. Yeah. Do you know what the first half of that book? <laughs> you know, he takes you through the whole. Well, not just outfits, was it? Different places, mm-hmm. the different people he met along the way, how he dealt with that. Um, and he starts the second half. I tell you what, you're with this fella. <laughs> Anybody that can live through that yeah. and still come out, yeah. in a sense, looking for a meaning and, and talking about the de- exactly what you're saying, the decisions we make sure. are controlled and driven mm-hmm. by us. Mm-hmm. At times in that, I'm listening to it and I've got goosebumps. Yes, yes. It's beautiful, isn't it? It's yeah, a lesson. I think it should be compulsory reading. No, it doesn't take very long at I've, all to I've read. I've told, actually, my um, um, number three. So, Amber Lily, who you met, so she, what, she's now 14, um, going 14, on 34. Going on 34. Yeah, jeez, don't. <laughs> wow. Um, I've told her to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it fundamentally changes the way you think. For me, yeah. it was there was a seismic shift. I ended up studying, frankly, in psychology, psychotherapy for a while, um, and th- that's how interested I got into it, into, yeah. into understanding his thinking. Yeah, because the therapy is called logotherapy. Logotherapy, that's it. Yeah, logotherapy. Yeah, totally fascinating, mm. mate. And and it does make you, I suppose, more as much as anything, question yourself, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Just yeah, stop. And Which is never yourself. a bad thing. No. Well, if you like that, I've got a cracking book for you a little bit later on, actually, as well, when we get to Book of the Month. But should we get seedy? Oh, yeah. Seeds? Should we do seeds first? Yeah, seeds first. Oh, we might not be. No, I've got a little surprise for you. Have you? Yeah. What is this? That's not a seed. That's a strawberry plant, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, Read that, boy. Framberry? Yeah. A framberry. So it's not a strawberry, it's a framberry. I've never heard of a framberry. Okay. I've also got some pineberries. So, strawberry plant, yeah, bit of fun, really, to be honest, mate, bit right. of fun. But strawberry plants look like strawberries. Pick them, pop, taste like raspberries. <laughs> <laughs> Hence frambois. Is that where the frams from? That's from raspberry. Yeah. So they, they are... Yeah, I, like I know, that. right? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I'll tell you what, oh, I like You've been reading them French jam pots, I haven't you, eh? <laughs> I tell you what, all I my love intelligence you. just comes from the back of labels. That's I it. love you, um, I really do. So it's a strawberry. It looks just yeah. like a strawberry, grows like a strawberry, yeah. yaddy, yaddy, but it tastes like a raspberry. Yeah, texture of a strawberry though. Yeah. Wow. So and, and I you start, are messing with my mind, Frost. I know, I know. You are messing. With my mind. I started off. Um, I did it with the kids. I got the, um, these pineberries, and which taste of pineapple. But now that does. Me Hang on a minute. <laughs> Um, I've got some. Did you create these or these no, are cultivated somewhere else? If I created these, you and me wouldn't be stood here. <laughs> oh, oh, how lovely of you. <laughs> um, Thanks. But yeah, so I thought what we could do. Um, What's a pineberry look like? That's a, a strawberry as well. Yeah, strawberry, but some of them actually, funny, they're actually white with, you know, you end up with the, with the, with the red strawberry with the, yes. with the tiny little white yeah, details, yeah. you know, the little yeah, seeds yeah. type thing. Well, 
the other way round. So you end Shut up with the front white, door. Yeah, you end up with white with little speckles of, of red on it. But um, but these I, these oh I'm not 100 percent sure colour they are. I've tasted these before, but I can't remember. But yeah, um, I was giving a talk in the week. Um, the fella um, that um, I stayed with is is a really great gardener. I love how it doesn't ever take you long to get hands in the soil. And and I, all the time we've been talking, we've just swapped places. Frosty's yeah. on the other side now where the soil is. He's filling up just his pot. So, um, but I've had my hands in this plane with it the whole time we've been talking. <laughs> yeah, you just no, can't not do it, can you? To. Um, and he's, um, he sent me home with these. So I just thought it'd be a lovely conversation. But a way of engaging kids. Yeah. Well, especially my kids, through, you know, in the garden. It's through well, it's something different, isn't through it? Through their bellies. Yeah. You know, we all like something kids. different. Yeah. Straight through your belly. Great to um, shout about. When will these start to fruit? This year. Okay, and so same sort of time as, yeah, as same strawberries. Sort of time. Great. Um, so all I've got here is what a, a, a part that's what we're talking a foot and a half across, something like that. Yeah. So forty centimeters. Yeah, something forty like centimeters, something like that. <clears throat> and depth-wise, only about two hundred and fifty, something. Like that. I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter in a sense. That, you know. And I'm just going to work these three plants in. So the compost is is peat-free. I put quite a lot of soil in there as well. Yeah, and, and some grit. And in some there. grit. And there you go. Oh, look at that! They look a really lovely root structure on these. Just, it is just like a strawberry plant. You wouldn't yeah. know any different. Although, having said that, the leaves look slightly different, don't they? Or is that just um, because I it depends what strawberry variety you get? Strawberry varieties all okay. look very slightly different anyway. But um, yeah, just nice. Simple. I love how simple stuff like this is, right? And you can split and divide and yeah, take so runners off of these. Exactly like, that, yeah. So you so, could take a runner off of each of so, these for so a friend you, that yeah. records a podcast with you or yeah, something. Yeah, don't worry, don't worry. I've got a plan, I've got a plan. I've got another plan as well when you're talking about seeds that we'll, um, we're going to do something. Um, these are great. Together. So just, and what they'll do is they'll bellow, they'll yeah, go over yeah, the side yeah. of the pots. Do your dogs eat all of your um, strawberries? I call Isla. Yeah. <laughs> Because I had to move all yeah. of my strawberries because I, I, I thought they weren't fruiting. I was like, what's going on this year? There's yeah. nothing. And one day That's the cool. dog comes and yeah. he's got all in his teeth and <laughs> he's worked his way around the whole lot. Monkeys, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Isla, Isla will... Um, she won't, you know, she won't rip the backside out of it. She'll leave this out. Yeah. <laughs> Half-eaten yeah. ones, yeah. Yeah. the green ones. Um, <laughs> the other one, you know, the the, um, the, the working... Sort of, the Cocker Spaniel, not so much, but... Um, but she, yeah, she will. But then it's a Labrador, isn't it? Yeah, really. yeah so so even if they're not. I mean, yeah, I've caught her in the in the greenhouse, helping herself to <laughs> tomatoes. You know, I think at the end of the day, she's one in five a day, isn't it? Yeah, so she's, yeah, of course it is. You know, she's probably thinking this tastes better than the other stuff you give me. Um, so all I'm going to do, mate, is do that. We'll and where water, do they need to go? We'll water that. They'll just literally go outside. So anywhere. Yeah, quite happy uh, to uh, go. Sunny posi- you know, sunny, nice right, sunny okay. position. There's a sit in a veg garden somewhere. Is it true that you, the, the sunnier you put the strawberries, the more strawberries you get? Well, I think with, with strawberry plants in general, um, I tend to sort of keep my strawberry plants for three years if I'm lucky, mm-hmm. um, and I make sure that they're in, you know, they're in a well-drained, well-drained soil in, yeah. in a good sunny position. I think it's that balance between the amount of light they get with the amount of food they sure. get. But, but. On about the third year, they tend to weaken off. So I'm normally, as you said, took, yeah. take the runners off and start to produce plants sure. for... Just swap them so out. So, yeah, I've actually got... Look, I've got a load of stuff oh, that's yeah. ready to yeah, go yeah. back out now, well, yeah. yeah, that I've started to sort of clean up. Sure. And I'm experimenting different ways. I'm doing them in a 
you know, yeah. the old strawberry Traditional pots that people would pots. imagine yeah. um, to see how they get on and check those crop gents, mm-hmm. you know, how much I can get out of a yeah. out of a raised bed or I'm going to do a little bit of that this year and see how we get on with, with that sort so of stuff. So this is, you've got framberries and, oh, just framberries. Yeah, just framberries. Okay, just framberries. So, right. so at some Amazing. point, um, later from in a year. We can do a taste test. We'll do a taste test. Amazing. Yeah. Which, cool, if right? it all goes wrong, might be us letting Isla lick our face. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Um, yeah, so, quite. so what I'm going to do, mate, is I'm going to, I'll water those in, yeah. just gravel it off. Yeah, chuck them outside. Chuck them outside. Love that. Job done. And you put straw on when they start to, you mulch them when yeah, they start just, to prune, I mean, yeah. with the pots, it won't be so bad, because what will happen is most of the, the strawberries okay. and the growth will go over the sides. Yes. So, so be you'll get aired. that air circulation in. Yeah. Anyway, that's what's quite nice. Just make sure, sunny position, water, yeah. and I might give it a little bit of feed. Part way through the season, I'll see how much. What do you feed it with? Um, just a general, general purpose, really. That's that's all I'll do. I mean, I, I tend to don't overcomplicate. Yeah. You know, feeding. I mean, if if it's in the garden and it's not being mulched, then all I tend to use really is is chicken pellets. Okay. Use a little bit of seaweed feed. Yeah, yeah. Here and there, but. Are um, you a comfrey fan or not? I, we do we we do make some. But then sort of time gets in the way. And, yeah, sure. And then all of a sudden it's sat there for... Yeah. And if someone else is buying long. seaweed, uh, uh, making seaweed, and it's, yeah, uh, and so it's all good yeah, stuff, so then... Yeah, some of it's, yeah, <coughs> it's time-driven, really. Sure. Um, but no, we all I'm not for anything that people make and do. You find your own way and you find what yeah. works for you. Yeah, for you. sure, of course. Really. All right, so seeds? On. Yeah. I like so, that. Good, isn't it? Yeah. I thought you liked that. I thought I would have put a little smile on so your little <laughs> face there. You and your miserable face. I wish they face. could see you. It's like, it's like you're beaming. You're already, you're through the sort of, you know, you're through to Wimbledon week. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. I'm there already. I was just wondering whether I should go for clotted cream or double next time I see you. But I'll, I'll let you know. Um, you can have a little glass fair, of champagne. Mind you, if the kids haven't got hold of them first. <clears throat> well, if she gets hold of them, I tell you, I shall give her what for. She'll yeah. say, right, you, Lily, in the car park. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, dear. Uh, so, see, this is a good time when there's not much going on in the garden, but we're about, it's about to kick off in the garden, isn't it? Come yeah. sort of, certainly March time, it's all going to go, you know, bells well, and whistles, everything's going to be yeah, growing. I think it's quite interesting. I'd, um, I remember the lad that was helping me in the garden, not last year, the year before, and um, one of his mates who was a gardener had sent him a, sent him a picture of, of a gardener in sort of... Um, it was a gardener in winter, which is quite a chilled picture, and then a, and then a, a gardener in um, end of April, beginning of May, yeah? But it was a video. And can you remember in... Um, oh, Harrison Ford was in. Big run of them. Uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. There's a scene in Indiana Jones when he's running and there's a big the round boulder, boulder yeah, running yeah, yeah, behind yeah. him. <laughs> that's the head gardener. That's, that's the head gardener. Yeah, yeah. It, it, mate. Literally, you yeah. just wow. Here it comes. <laughs> yeah. And that's the key. If you can get if you can get on top of things, then in reality, you know that's mm-hmm. you're right. You're set so, up, so now's you're set the right sort of time in terms of patience and a being. Uh, cheaper, but be the beauty of being able to grow it yourself. There's yeah, something yeah, yeah. really you can't beat that, can you? I never quite understood that until I had the place we're at now, and obviously we've, I've grown a lot more. My grandma was always sowing seeds, and I never ever really saw the attraction of it. Mm. And of course, when you move somewhere and you you need to think about money a little bit more, and you think, all right, I'll grow up my own because that's much cheaper. Go the joy 
when you've put the seed in, you see it coming through, and then you pot it on, and oh, it's going in and out. Whether oh, if it's on the windowsill, oh, I love it. Yeah, if it's in the greenhouse where it's on the windowsill, yeah, and the, and the moment, like the, the moment they come, yeah, and it's like you yeah, get in no, there. No, no. Yeah, I did yeah. that. Yeah, really. So um, this is lovely. quite small. This little seed yeah, tree. Yeah, because what we're going to do. Um, obviously, we're at that. So we are at the back end of January. Um, I've sown a few things already in January. Yeah. So even things like basil, I keep going. Admittedly, we've got a little bit of bottom heat in the um, yes. in the greenhouse. So things like the basil, I keep going through the winter. Yeah. Um, now we're getting back into January, early February. There's plenty of stuff um, right through from you know your annuals, perennials, um, but the veggies as well. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. really start to get rocking and rolling. So now. you can start your veggies, <coughs> even if you grow your own yeah. outside and all that. Does. You can start them inside in a seed tray. Get them propagated, yeah. and then move them on, and then start to move them on. But what I'm so does that mean you can get them done earlier than Adam? Is that the point? So rather than yeah, waiting, you, yeah. So you can you can do it in different ways. Really, make to think about it. If you if you think about a lot of the veggies, I mean, it'll say on the back of the packets. It'll say yeah, yeah. you know in, it's so indoors, January, February, you know, early March, whatever, gotcha. or you know, Direct. outdoors yeah. in. <laughs> But right. you're a little bit further behind then if you're doing it outdoors, yeah, right? So, so, so you get yeah, your veggies quicker. Because what you've got to do, you've got to wait for that warmth yes. in the soil. Yes. So I don't, in reality, make really simple with me, um, as we know, like... I know. I so didn't want to... I know, I'm sorry. I, can see, wait, I wish they could see your face. That's all they need to do, you know? The moment I saw it, yeah, it's simple. Yes, all right, thank you. Um, I don't really sow a lot in a veg garden until the weeds start to show. Okay, so you know the soils already. That's a really interesting... It's probably a, sort of like an old traditional way of knowing, isn't it? An yeah. old sort of farming yeah. technique. Yeah, so when, when the weeds start you know to come the conditions up, are right. Then we start to go. But, um, so but what yeah. are we sowing today? So I thought what we could do, because then we can both have them, is just sow some chilies, mate. <gasps> oh, I love chilli. Yeah. Do you know what I tried a pepper last year? Hungarian hot wax. Yes. Yeah. Wow. It's really nice. But it's not like... I, I was worried. I have to say, I went. Ooh, it sounded wow. a bit more like you were in a dodgy bar then. When <laughs> 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 I asked for a Hungarian hot wax, <laughs> and out she came with this yes. load of wax and a big spatula. <laughs> she was gentle, uh, though. She was gentle. Cool, yeah, <laughs> Lovely I girl. Scared. I did like. I had a picture then, boy. <laughs> wow. Lovely girl. I, I miss yeah. Pearl. Um, so, <laughs> but they weren't as they weren't as bad as I looked. So there's um, there's only a few in there. There isn't there. But we could just you could just work. So proper chilies. Yeah. Proper chilies. Green or yeah. red? Do you know? Um, can't remember. Just grabbed them out of the. Um, there we go. Red. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Caldero. Yeah, there you go. Makes me sound like I'm sort of a little bit foreign, doesn't it? Caldero. But in a you know in a good way, yeah, like a little bit way. sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need the hat, and the... yeah. I said foreign, what do I mean? I mean like... Um, Mexico. Caledero. No, no, no I don't mean that. That's, that's, that's Italian, that. Was, yeah, was I think it. we should move on. <laughs> what with Brexit yeah. and everything. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, oh, exotic is what I meant. Yeah, I was never um, good with that sort of stuff. Right. All right. Oh, I have got some water. So, so these good. are going to have to stay somewhere warm, aren't they? Yeah. Now, if you haven't got a greenhouse, are so you... Windowsill? Yeah, that's yeah, all right, is it? You know, decent sort of sunny windowsill. So I've, I've put a compost in, a couple of taps. Yeah. Don't whack it any more than that. You, know, you don't want to compress it, you don't want to squash it. it. Right. And then all I'm going to do is just water that. Okay, yeah, so just to make it a little bit moist. Down a little bit more. And then you can just sprinkle those about there, mate. And you want them, I like how I get to touch the searingly hot seeds, thing. <laughs> so that in a minute when I scratch my eye, I forgot yeah. that I did it. And I just smile. What sort of spacing are we doing here? 
just see how many you got and just work them about. Doesn't matter. you've got plenty of equal? Yeah, yeah. and you want to yeah, yeah, and, and all of this tray. I mean, in reality, you could put those into into little modular trays. Yeah, yeah. Anything really. I mean, we've just put it in a what I would call a little half half seat tray. Sure. Um, it's a nice size, this. Yeah, they could, because because you, you know, could prick out of this if yeah, you if you nice, like a bit unwieldy. Nice and it? simple. Nice and simple. So that's nine we planted in there. Oh, oh, hello. Oh, you've got some more. Oh, little going, monkey, look. Boy. There it is, look. Okay. I didn't, he oh. was. That's going to be the special one. I'll put that there in the middle. Oh, I reckon that one's going to be an amazing one. And all I'm going to do, you done those, yeah, yeah? Give that a little tap just to settle those down a bit. And then just cover it with a bit of vermiculite. What is vermiculite, Adam? It's, it's like rabbit dust. Yeah, it does a bit, doesn't it? the bottom of a hutch. Actually, um, as far as... It's actually, I think it sits in um, the clays, so it's a clay particle. Oh, okay. So it um, sort of looks gritty, but yeah, it's it does. so fine, yeah. isn't it? It's almost like glitter. Yeah, you more or less look at it first of all, and it, yeah, it's glittery, slightly corky. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean? but and so you've but not pushed those, we've literally just no. placed the seeds on top of the compost, and then you've just literally poured vermiculite poured over the top. vermiculite over, and what will happen, this will obviously hold them in place, but also what it will do is as the moisture starts to come up through that will hold the moisture in place we'll put those in the green as i say i've got a little bit of bottom heat um but you know a windowsill so is it entirely yeah. natural vermiculite yeah it's not it's not yeah, got nasties in it type in no if you type in i think it sits oh, yeah. in you know in its in the in its sort of actually makeup it sits within within a clay it's clay part because it's actually like it looks like it would be heavier, but I'm rolling it but around in my hands, and it's no. so soft. It's it is like cork, isn't it? Yeah. When you get it, um, you get some. You can sort of got all sorts in there, and so the you can then you can, oh like mush it a bit. Yeah. Then and so the what's then it the, actually feels. It feels like a clay then. Okay. So what is the um. Oh yeah, you doesn't it? Smooth yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't expect it to be no smooth, do you? See, yeah, no. Adam's wet some on his hand. Um, um, it's far too messy for my liking. Yeah. Um, no. It's probably good for your skin. <laughs> probably rub it in. That's why my hands look oh, a lot younger than yours. We could do a vermiculite. They workshop. do actually, don't they? Look at that, though, boy. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I know. You've got quite old hands. Haven't I have you? got old hands. Yeah, they, they've been through a lot, mate. I've not been moisturised today though, because I came straight here. I thought if I moisturise me, it'll take the mickey out of me. Hey, <laughs> well, I've just moisturised mine with a milk. Right. Right. There um, you go. So, what's it used for gardeners? Literally, just that. You use a lot it of, to yeah, hold some seeds people down. would put them in in mixes, but but most of the time, um, germination of seeds helps okay. sort of maintain moisture um, and I suppose nutrients really in a way. But, okay. but yeah, I just tend to use it like that. Really. Nice. All right. So that's that. So you don't need to water it again because you've already no, watered no, the soil and no, that vermiculite's and, keeping and everything in there. What I tend to do in the greenhouse is. I won't necessarily water from above. So in the greenhouse, what I've got is I've got um, a container of, of water, yes, um, which is like which works like in trough. both ways, trough like, but right. um, which I dunk okay. and just let things soak from up. The bottom. Yeah, but yeah. also I've got a, um, a mist sprayer. Oh, okay. So sometimes I'll mist spray things. Depends. Yeah. Remember, in there I've got cuttings in there. I've yeah, got seeds sure. in there. And um, but also what I find with the with the water, the container of water, especially through the the summer months, mm -hmm. is it. It helps the humidity and the yeah, sure. because obviously, you know, it helps in that sense. You've got vermiculite on your face, Poppet. Have I? Yeah. 
That's all. Just by your nose. It's going to be good for me skin. Oh, yeah, it is, yeah. Mrs. Frost will be stroking you tonight. Yeah, saying, she will. Oh, well, oh look at that. You look change, 12 mate. years younger. Make a change. Yeah. <laughs> so That's you're going to label problems. it up so we know what they're in there. When are these going to pop out? When do we reckon we're going to be eating chilies? Um, Not that I'm impatient, but no, are they no, done no, yet? No, no, no. Well, it won't be this afternoon. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, Lured here under false promises. We'll, we'll get... Um, Four weeks, I suppose. We might be when we start to see some sort of put them out. And when, and then, when are they ready for you know, cropping? A lot of it will depend on, <coughs> on the sort of light and the, and the heat and whatever. I don't. I haven't got extra light in the um, in the greenhouse. Um, and then really, yeah, sort of early summer. Okay. What we we'll do is we'll prick those out yeah. um, into probably a little nine centimetre pots. Yeah. Um, they'll obviously stay in the greenhouse, and we'll keep potting them yeah, as yeah. we go along. So they're strong. And then you'll take some home. I'll keep the ones here. Amazing. Um, obviously the one... We can cook with them. Yeah. We could do that, something together, yeah. couldn't we? We have a little bit of competition. Yeah. So, so... And so when you prick them out of this seed tray, yeah. do you have to throw all of that away then, that compost, and start all over again? To or fair, can you just fill the No, I, and... I would, what I tend to do with that is, is it either ends up back in my compost yep. um, that I'm making, or it might even end up on, on a border. Yeah, okay, I don't fine. waste anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, it all goes somewhere. Because even... If, if but to grow, I have done that. I've yeah. just scratched my face, and I can feel that flipping burning. That is you, little monkey. You knew Brilliant. I'd do that. <laughs> little sod. <laughs> I just, I just as you were talking, scratched it, and all of a sudden there's this no, overwhelming no. warmth spreading over yeah. my flipping face. This is a January boy. You know, <laughs> oh, I've missed you, Frosty. I see. <laughs> do you know what? Like, so, it's all so the, it's all those those old games. Yeah. The, the, the old, yeah. you know, the old gardeners some. that I used to work with would play all those sort of old, you'd get all those It's the way tricks. you did it so casually as well. You knew exactly what you were doing. Well, <clears throat> that's lovely. Brilliant. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. And now, at this time of year, you can plant... I mean, now is a real seed time, isn't it? Yeah. Go crazy with seeds. Yeah, save, save loads of money for the rest of the year. Definitely. All your veggies. But like, say, even um, annuals. Yeah. Um, Perennials, we sure. tend to do. We tend to do absolutely loads, mate. Um, and again, I think you're right about saving money. And it's, you know, we've got a big garden, so the more that I can, yeah. that I can propagate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's a way for you to be. If you're thinking at home, you know, I wish I could have more in my garden, or I wish I could have a bigger garden, or you've got the opportunity to move to a house with a bigger garden. The idea of a bigger garden puts you off, for example. It doesn't have to be expensive, no. does it? You can really cleverly and thriftily. Plant. Yeah, and I also I also garden in a way that that I'll buy, I will buy things that will sell seed on purpose. Yes, yes, yes. And um, yeah, I've got the space in a sense to do that. And I, but I, but I like gardens that do that. I, mm. Even with clients, to a degree, I'll, I'll I'll design and and put you know certain plants in certain places. But I'll always call what I call drift planting. So on a mm-hmm. plan, it will say drift plants, which means that it's my head putting in some plants in different areas mm-hmm. that will sell seed that will then I like the gardens to it eventually have a little bit of take on life of their own yeah yeah rather than it being this is how Adam designed it therefore it must look like this yeah. rather to the plants to say this is what's going to happen naturally here yeah and see what it does and I think it changes like, every year as well yeah, then right it does and it becomes it always seems to be end up being a more comfortable place yeah yeah I know what you mean so so Moving on a bit from seeds, yeah, because we're sort of seeds is planting, right? So what about bulbs? Because January is a sort of bulb time as well, isn't it? Yeah, so well, bulbs starting to come out of the ground. Yeah, so because we're getting colour. This is the thing for me: is that 
I'm always really concerned. There's the thing I hear all the time, and I'm not a professional gardener, but I hear the conversations all the time, vicariously because of the things I do yeah. and where I'm linked to, is that people say, you know, it's such a miserable month in January and it's so dull. And, and I think, you know what, when I moved to the farm, I intentionally, and it's a work in progress, you know, all the time you're, you're adding to it, wanted to create movement and colour and interest all year round yeah. for wildlife and, yeah. and also, you know, I'm slightly biased. I wanted to make sure the bees have enough food during yeah, the winter and whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> but you can do that, can't you? So, yeah. so what's January planting? What sort of bulbs God, or plants there's, for there's colour? An endless amount of bulbs. So obviously, it's amazing that you say that because yeah, yeah I, I mean, think a lot of people don't think like no, that. No, right? I mean, I mean, we've got. I mean, when we go out in a little while, you'll see the aconites are looking fantastic. Obviously, all the snowdrops are starting to come. You know, there's plenty of colour, but also there's interest in different ways. You know, there's things that flower. So, salvia which is a little shrub. Some of the daphnes might be flowering now. Um, but the key for me is where you put this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to think, well, actually, in reality, in the winter months, you know, right, I get up in the morning, I come to the kitchen window, bang, I look out of there, yeah, I might not see that again today because when I get home, it will be dark. Yes. Boom. So that's early morning view out in there. Yeah. Right, then yeah. I'm going out the house, I'm moving to the car, where am I going to pass the car? So a lot <laughs> of that stuff, yeah. I make sure that it becomes part of your everyday life. Yes. You know, so you, it's the same as, you know, with the bird feeders and things yeah, like that, you yeah. know, all right, we should move them around because of yeah. ultimately, you know, disease and all this sort of thing. Sure. But being mindful that, that they are become part of your everyday life. Yes. So you have to engage yeah, yeah, yeah you know and that's how i tend to design yeah. um you can do gardens in layers a lot of the winter interest can appear once you know mother nature takes her clothes off type thing and yeah. the stuff starts to pan back all of a sudden the bark interests or the berry interest sure. might come to the fore sure um i think it's it's being mindful of how would this thing that i'm planting affect my life yeah, oh, that's a lovely way yeah. of doing it. I, I genuinely, I've never even thought about that before. It's so obvious when you say it, but yeah. <clears throat> it's so that's the way that that's a great piece of advice, actually. Yeah, look at the what are the vignettes, what are the windows that yeah. you see at different periods yeah. that, that most view. All right, yeah. listen, we've got to crack on a bit because we've we got have. a lot to do and we've got to wrap this up. Um, <clears throat> so, are you bored? Then? Well, no, but, but, but they will be. Let, well, me, check, yeah, let me check how long this has been running. We've got, we got to treat uh, your beans today as well. Cool, um, yeah, you said. It's in with the biosecurity um, thing that you were talking about planting, because yeah. one of the re- the thing we're going to treat the bees for today is um, a mite called Varroa, Varroa destructor. Yeah. People talk about it being a disease, and it's not really a disease, it's a pest um, that feeds um, off of developing bees when they're young, yeah. um, sort of the larvae and pupae, and... Um, Therefore, the bees emerge deformed and, and unable to provide their own, so with a reduced lifespan. So, um, and how does that get into... Well, it came life? into this country by on another bee. They reckon probably from Asia somewhere. Yeah. Um, came in because some beekeepers imported bees, um, and now it's here everywhere. Cool. And it's interesting because... How does it get spread? So the mite itself latches onto the back of a bee or the underbelly of a bee. And so every time the bee's flying around and whatever, that's fine. And the bee might land on a flower and the mite might fall off and another bee might come on from a different colony and climb on and et cetera. Or sometimes bees, particularly honeybees, don't always go to the the hive that they came from. It's called drifting. Sometimes they either lose... 
the sort of location they're supposed to go to, they lose, the, sort of lose their way a bit, or just with wind. And they think, oh, I've got to get in here, um, and they're allowed in because they've got pollen on their back. It's a bit like going to a party with yeah. a bottle of wine. No one's really interested yeah. whether you know anybody or not, but the fact is you've got a bottle of wine, right? Yeah. <laughs> so the, the bees come with the pollen and they come. Um, or the mites can climb up. That's the other thing. You know, if beekeepers don't keep the... Um, um, uh, the hives off the floor enough maybe they just they move around so there's there's myriad ways that it can spread but the the interesting thing is I still meet beekeepers now who say oh, I don't have Varroa um, and the last study that um, Cornell were talking about in the States was that they're estimating that around about 98 to 99% of bee colonies have Varroa destructor yeah um, it's just—it's a thing. It's yeah. not a failure. In the yeah. same way that as gardeners, if you end up with a pest or disease, it's not a failure of you, because no. you would have never even seen the beginnings of that happening. Yeah. It's got it. Yeah. You've got to deal with it now, yeah. right? Um, so, <clears throat> so that's a really interesting thing. That sort of vicariously—we've been talking about those things, and we'll end up talking about today as well. Um, but I've got a listener question. Have you? So I. <laughs> Well, People nice. are listening. <laughs> we got to really buck up our ideas. This has gone from just some fun thing we thought we'd do. What you mean? Someone's actually listening. <laughs> there is there is somebody listening, and it's not just my mum. So I have, my, I have a first thing to say to the to the listening last question. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, your resolution for the new year should be get out more <laughs> and find something more interesting. Huh? Well, that... we get some really lovely reviews, and that's what I was saying to you earlier. Is that I'm not sure what we should do, right? So. I listen to a couple of other podcasts, but not many, and they tend to read out the reviews, right? So they say, oh, look, this person said this about it. And I can't help but feel a bit uncomfortable about that. I'm like, it's a bit like sort of self-championing yourself. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, a bit like, I mean, oh, I, isn't that great? You can see, look, And I look. don't, yeah, me too. Okay, great. So no, if you no, want no. to read what other people think of it, which is irrelevant, it really only matters what you think about it, you can have a look. But there's some really nice reviews, which is quite encouraging for us. No, that's very kind of them. Yeah, but, it is. But um, just so everybody knows, we won't be reading them no. out. So... Uh, this is the question. This is from uh, Adrian Atkinson. Uh, he says, <laughs> I'll skip past the lovely stuff because we've decided we're not going to do that. Um, but he likes it. Uh, do you know who he is, though? What? Who he Adrian. is? Yeah. No. That's why he's do you know who he is? Yeah, he's, he's my cousin's best mate. Oh, is he? Yeah. Is he really? No, he's not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you had me there. I know. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> like a child. I am um, like a child. Yeah, like something. So, uh, quick question. <laughs> you both have pets in the garden, because you've got your lovely doggies, I've got my yeah, lovely doggies. Yeah. We have a five-month-old lab, who's beautiful and fun to have, but who's doing a good job at destroying ours, pulling up nearly half the crocus bulbs I planted in the grass, digging everywhere, and generally causing chaos in the borders whenever our backs are turned one minute. How do you guys manage to keep your gardens in great condition with dogs? But more importantly, are there any plants we should totally avoid as they could be poisonous? All the best, Adrian. Keep up the good work. I think that was for me, the second bit. I, well, I would imagine so. <laughs> Definitely one for me. Um, but then I'll answer it, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've already sent him a little ply about the dog thing because... Um, uh, a lovely colleague of mine and good friend, Dr. Ian Dunbar, who is sort of responsible, really, for popularising puppy training. He, he basically invented puppy training to, a, to a degree. Uh, he's an associate. He's a colleague. I know him. He's a problem for us, isn't he? <laughs> and, uh, you live in a different world. And there's... <laughs> there's what do you mean? I live in a different world. You're hobnobbing with Charlie. 
What's that all about? He's Prince Charles invites you to his place and says, really what shall I do with these trees? He's just a gardener, isn't he? He is just a, he's a lovely man. I've never met him, but my gosh, I'd love to meet him. He just seems so down to earth. He's and a, yeah, he's a man that, that... He gets it, doesn't he? He really does. He gets it. Yeah, I think, um, I think the amazing thing, we're, we're talking about the Jeff Hamilton thing. You know, you think, we're, let's roll back 30 years. Mm-hmm. You know, That's when he was talking Charles, about plastics and people Bruce were rolling Charles their eyes. Fruit cake, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, complete nutter, this, that, and the other, yep. because he was talking to his plants. Yeah, boom, bidi, boom, bidi, boom, and fast forward, yeah, thirty years, you know, he's reached his seventieth year, still talking about the same stuff. Yep. but it's all come to the fore. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I admire the fact that he's just persevered with it. True. And persevered, and, yeah, and he knows the subject. When you, yes. That's the thing as well. Yes. When you do talk to him, wow! It's not like somebody's. It's not. You think sometimes with a minister. Yeah, yeah. You Lip feel service. like yeah. it's empty. Oh, right, somebody's just wrapped yeah. that straight in their ear and they're coming. <laughs> Tell them this the word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And <laughs> Prince Charles' depth of knowledge yeah. about environmental issues. Because he cares, issues, right? Yeah. Is, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so my point. Sorry, mate. That's okay. As I said to Adrian, definitely look at that guy because um, in terms of positive reinforcement, he's got some great free resources, Dr. Ian Dunbar, online, uh, about how to get your dogs to dig in a certain place rather than yeah. somewhere else without punishing them and all that kind of jazz. And also helping to understand why. Because if you dogs have the most amazing sense of smell, yeah. you plant something, they're going to walk around and go, I don't know, what's that in there? And they'll have a little dig and find out what it was, right? Yeah. So it's normal behaviour. Yeah. But how do you... Um, stop your dogs? All of my... T- so either it was all part of the very first... Training. I've probably got no empty at the moment, but there's normally a, a little bit of dog food or yeah, something yeah. in a in a pocket. Yeah. Actually, people that have, um, if you look closely, there's a couple of bits when I've gardened as well. Nyla's been in the garden. There's a couple of times when you know I'll just go yeah, like yeah, that yeah. and just drop her um, because she's been a good girl. And yeah. and and what I would do, you know, a lot of the time, I suppose initially is she'd go on a border if I was in the garden working her. Off, yeah, 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 and yeah. then the moment she came off, she get rewarded, you know. Yeah. So they tend, she tends not. So that's always been part of the training. So she yes. tends not to sort of. Um, She's not bothered and, by it. Yeah, and interesting enough, I would always maybe I'd have a ball or I'd have yeah. something that I think if it distracted that I could amuse her yeah. as I was in the garden and playing and, and yeah. she would be alright and, and around you know the biggest problem with Ida and people might have even seen it on the telly I mean they it's like when I'm planting something and she actually wants to sit on my lap yeah you know and she can't get close enough to you you know it's more the fact I know that, how she feels yeah <laughs> um, and as far as plants yes there is a um, there'll be a list online to be honest but there, there's a fair few plants that will affect um, various different you know pets in different ways so I think anybody that's letting their pets full stop into the yeah. garden it's worth doing a bit of research um, I mean, if you're super worried you could go real far end I remember there's a book I've got it I haven't picked it up for a long time called something like planting for dogs or or yeah, gardening for dogs or something which now yeah of course well. it I remember be, yeah. when we um, when we first moved in here and I did the first bits of, of garden as well and Isla was in the garden I introduced Isla to to the viewers and we got a letter from a lady I think she she left I mean it was a beautifully hand written letter by a lady that she was in her 80s and and said that she'd seen that um, there was some aconitum in the back of my border and 
was I aware that you know it was poisonous to the dog and and um, and she was worried that Isla might might yes, eat it. So yeah. I mean, and I know aconitum root um, has been is dangerous, and, and I know of a couple of dogs. And you know, we wrote back to this lady and just said, yeah, "Don't worry, yeah, we're we're aware." And and Isla's not, you know, she's kept away from that. Bum bum bum. And um, then we got back another letter, and the lady said, "Thank you very much, kindly for lovely, lovely, long letter." And 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 in essence said. Um, she feels so reassured and she can sleep better now knowing Isla's safe mm. and you read it and I went there really is some beautiful kind yeah. lovely people in this world isn't it yeah. and actually I think the majority of people are beautiful and kind mm. it's just yes. all the other stuff that some people, gets in front of them yes all uh, the other people that get in front of them yes you know, so yeah, I so, always yeah, find a few. So I'm not sure how we got onto that, but um, yeah, bits out there. Do your research um, and train your dog at the same and time. And train your dog at the same time. <clears throat> in a fun way. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, it almost sounds like a simple answer, but sometimes you need the simple thing. We just need reassurance that actually that's the right thing to do. Yeah. And it's a normal behaviour for an animal to dig stuff up. Yeah, and, to and, and look. you'll find as well. You know, if you think about, I suppose her at her age, what she, you know, she's a, she's a teenager at the moment, isn't yeah, she? In a lot yeah, of ways, sure. and she's. You know, I'm well, you are surrounded control, by them, aren't you? I'm controlling, you know, controlling, trying to control a, you know, a 13, 14 year This is basically like therapy for you doing these podcasts, isn't it? Where should we go? Somewhere hidden. I'll tell you <laughs> what. in the farm. Yeah, little fella, I got home last yeah. night. <clears throat> the youngest one, we stood, he's, I mean, he's at that age where obviously his testosterone is starting to go around, and, and one minute he's shouting and screaming, and the next minute he's sat in the corner crying. And yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bless him. Horrible time, isn't it? Horrible time. Yeah. You wouldn't want to do it again, would you? No, no, I wouldn't. So, mm. book of the month, Adam. Do you yeah. remember when we used to do that? Book of the Yeah, that was boring, man. <laughs> <laughs> book of the month. What is, you can start this month with your album of the month. Yeah, so. What have you been listening you, to? I'd get some vinyl, didn't I? Over yes, Christmas, you did. And I did. Did you? I, and I'll tell you what, I saw, alright? I saw a little comment, alright? Mr. Snide. What? Me? Yeah. On social media, giving it all. Oh, and we'll have Adam's record of the month. That will be download to other people. Just so you know, son, all right, there's people out there that have got back into vinyl. And my 21-year-old son's one of them. Apparently, I found out only this week, it's cool again now. Vinyl's cool. See? That's the you are at the forefront. I'm at the front of it, <laughs> I'm there, I'm with the kids tonight. Whereas you... Yeah. Like you said, we've said before, you know, your your music doesn't even have words. No. I was saying to my pastry chef just the other day that... (laughs) (laughs) Before, unfortunately, we had to let him go. Um, They were the worst Madelines I have ever tasted, Adam. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So what what are you listening to? What's happening in the month I know, you you do what I love as well. People think you make that up. (laughs) (laughs) If they only could see. We could see how far we could spin this yarn. I love the fact that actually I don't know why on the front I saw the pictures that you chose for the um, I didn't choose them <clears throat> for the podcast yeah for did. the album artwork you did no I didn't so why haven't you got a smoking jacket on then <laughs> oh, oh well not in the garden Adam you I... well, snag silk in the garden weren't you <laughs> <laughs> you really you have all been anyway <laughs> album of got quite a few bits of interesting um, vinyl um, but one of them um, was a Throwback, <laughs> um, which I loved, um, and I think it might be one of the kids. 
the kids or Mrs. Frost bought me, and it's Paul Weller. Yeah, um, nice. And um, the Stanley Road album. Okay, I've not heard it. No, so that, <laughs> so it was the second. What did he do? I think it's the second after he. When he he, he came back and did, um, you know, his sort of his solo stuff. Um, I think he did Wildwood. Was the first real bang one that come back. Some Weller fans gonna. I mean, I'm a big Weller fan anyway, but I think I've got this right. And then Stanley Road, I think, followed that. But it's um, it's got some cracking songs on it. And vinyl, so loud, oh, raw, beautiful. bit earthy, beautiful. bit of crackle every yeah, now and again. I like, um, nice. Do you know what? It's one of the wonderful things about... <laughs> I mean, obviously, the nice thing about the telly is you get invited to the odd thing, you know? And, um, and lucky enough, I've got to know Joe Wiley over yeah. um, recent years. And um, you know they have the, the Radio 2 yes. in the evenings, mm-hmm. you know, and, and last year... The live session the, thing. The live session. I got invited to the Weller one. Amazing. Oh, my. I can imagine. I'm sat there. It's like having Paul Weller in your front room. <laughs> Just thinking, is this really yeah. happening? Um, yeah, in that close proximity... I mean, a man's a legend anyway, but but that sort of you know, there's certain people that have that have evolved and changed yeah. and, and moved with the times, and and their music's evolved and changed, and sure. and that fella's proper rock and roll, Amazing. Uh, yeah. And I think even the last album that he's got out now, um, which I have only got on download at the moment. Um, no, actually, one of your one of your kids do that. But even that's that's a lovely. That's a lovely album about, you know, a man and I suppose certain stage of life and they rethink, don't they? And yeah, the only problem question. I suppose with a vinyl is you can't listen to it in a garden, can you? No, but I don't listen to music massively in the garden anyway. Oh yes, you were saying that before because actually know. that's that's you don't need it. Yeah, that's a separate zone for you. Yeah, right? it's, yeah. I think it's I about mean. birds. Yeah, stop and silence. Yeah, hmm. nature's got its own soundtrack, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah, so I might, yeah, every now and then I might sort of, you know, if they, I mean, we're obviously in a village, if there's something noisy in the village, you know, I, I might plug something in, but most mm-hmm. of the time. Shout. Yeah. Shout like a grumpy <laughs> middle aged man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Kids on their bikes. Yeah, Stop exactly. all that laughing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Enjoying yourself. <laughs> um, but yeah, but then, so yeah, that's. Nice. Album, mate. What about your book then? Book of the Month is called Lost Connections. Wow. by a man called Johan Hari. So his first book was something like Chasing the Scream, I think, or something like that. Um, uh, which sounds a bit horrific, but it's about uh, addiction. Right? Um, but lo- I haven't read it yet, but Lost Connections, there's, there's a subtitle, which is something like Why You're Depressed and How to Cope or something. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is a bit heavy. But somebody else recommended the concept of Lost Connections. And it's not really a book about depression per se so here's the kind of golden thread he's diagnosed with depression when he's much younger gets some medication it works for a while begins to feel a bit depressed again so he goes to his doctor and she ups the medication works for a while begins to feel depressed ups the medication works for a while and, it, and so he got to a point as a journalist where he's thinking this can't, when does this stop like, I'm going to end up drugged up to my eyeballs <clears throat> so he starts to unpick it a little bit and thinks okay well why is it that I'm getting depressed maybe that's a different way to think about it and the mass expose in the middle of this book is that the pharmaceutical industry um, are not obliged by law to publish every single piece of research that they do. They don't have to. 
they can pub they have to submit all of the research mm. so somebody um, ha- has it on record but they can publish whatever research they want that means that we've been fed the story that depression is caused by a chemical imbalance in your brain that was a very very small team of researchers we're talking like three or four that came up with that possible theory many years ago yeah. said it at a conference and it stuck and ever since that has been the story propagated but they've said it's not true that is not what causes depression it is not a chemical imbalance he then exposes there's this mass exposure that um, antidepressants are less efficacious they're less effective than being outside and going for a walk and being in nature because they actually aren't very effective so of like you know 80 studies that show that the pharmaceutical industry would do to say what can we sell Um, 79 of them will show that the antidepressants don't work they submit those but don't say anything about them and one of them shows that on average more people feel a bit better than they don't and of course you've got the placebo effect added in there anyway right Um, but of course you can't monetize nature nobody can make any money out of saying you know what you need you need to sit and eat with your family because that's a connection that we've lost You need to um, be around people more rather than virtually online because that's a connection that we've lost. You need to eat better because that's a connection we lost. You need to get outside because fresh air and being outside, human beings... Sorry, mate. No, no. The one about the connection, there's a book that... um that you, you know, you've started me off, you have, because you've you've, I've gone from, obviously, the meaning for life, and then yeah. with that, it's something said about, oh, you know, you know when they recommend something, yeah, go yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah. So the next one I've started listening to um, is about the courage to be disliked. Yes. Which sounds a bit... But actually, it's really good, but it's a, it's a conversation between a youth and a, you know, a philosopher or a counsellor, however you want to, you know, in a sense, describe. But... Um, that talks about that connection, and in yes. that one, it talks about that that in a sense every problem is is in a sense about relationships. Yes, yes. <laughs> which yeah, of course it is. That then, you know, that then sort of made me start thinking. So that's partly what you're saying, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, is yeah. That, and that's what he explores, yeah. that it's not a book about his depression per se, it's just that that was the mechanism where he thought, hang on a minute, this can't be right, there's got to be more to this. Yeah. And he interviews various different people over the... And a lot of people in the industry that's, that are basically given in the backhander and said, you need to look into this. This is something that nobody has ever spoken about before. We know it's going on. We know antidepressants don't work as well as people think they do, but no one can make out money out of it. But they're making shed loads of money. And in 2017, in this country, in Great Britain we prescribed more antidepressants than ever before in the history of mankind. And yet, it's not the answer. And it was a mind-blowing book. And it's difficult, because of course, if you've got... And for me too, and do you know what, this is... I've not said this to anybody yet, but I'm going to put it out there. Since I've read that book, I have not had another bout of depression, despite some relationship challenges that you know I have at the minute and and whatever and I would absolutely fully expect that right now and with the dog as well like the the news that the dog's basically on you know the start of a journey to goodbye now that knocked me for six and actually it didn't knock my depression out because there's this weird understanding I've got now that it's not me it's not my brain it's like suddenly I can take ownership and say okay great so I need to connect with friends I need to eat better that's quite quite interesting because that's what that um this this um, the book that I was just talking about the um, 
God, my brain this morning. Um, the courage to be disliked. Disliked. Yep. This conversation, obviously, the youth question stuff all along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and 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 he obviously comes back with the answers, and and it, it normally is. Well, why don't you go back and tell your friend to do yes. X? Yes. Or why yes. don't you? You know, it, 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 it fascinating. You know, that whole idea of of anger. And yeah. he, he describes something really funny. He said. Um, this lad said, oh, you know, I was in the coffee shop. Why can't I control my... I was in the coffee shop the other day and and the waitress spilt stuff over my new jacket and I just shouted, but I didn't have time to, you know, react in any other way and start yeah. thinking, going, well, yeah, fair enough. We've probably all been in that position. And then the fella says to him, well, well, what about... Look at it this way. A mother and a daughter are having a big... Ding dong, getting really stuck into each other, and the phone rings. So the mother answers the phone, a little bit abrupt to start with, and then the mother realises that it's the teacher phoning from the school. And she changes her behaviour yeah, yeah. instantly yeah. and starts becoming boom, 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 yeah. boom. And then she puts the phone down and starts shouting again yes, yes. at her daughter. Yeah. And it's those silly little things you go, well, yeah, maybe we're holding a little bit more... Well, of course, that's the book. That's what my book was about. The first book, Flip the Switch, was that ability to literally change your... We have that ability to flip the switch on on how we behave, right? We've got that choice. Yeah, and I I think that's a lot of it is about choice and that that whole connection with with the being outside I know I feel better. I know I feel better. And and I, I think in reality, you know, you and I have talked about depression and and I've dealt with it obviously in my personal life but also I suppose personally you know personally as a person over the years but I think I, I think in reality I find winter a little bit tougher yeah I think everyone um, does yeah and I think some of that is light levels as well yeah and also I wonder whether it's as simple as just being shutting doors a lot yeah. more we don't go out as much, do you? Even no. if you walk the dog, you're only limited to the, you know, 40 minutes or an hour, whatever you go yeah. to walk the dog for. Yeah. Whereas now, I mean, just, just even looking out, we're in the barn yeah. inside you away from the wind. See, little see that, light, that light, that just excites me, yeah. right? And we're off there now. Yeah. So that's my book. That's your book. Lost book. Connection, Johan Hari. Really good. Brilliant. And I can't wait to read the second one because it's got really nice writing style as well. Easy to read, easy to read. What about listen to? Can I get it on a podcast? Or yeah, I'd imagine. Podcast on a yeah, I know what you mean. Book. I know what yeah. book. I'd imagine. Yeah, you can yeah. almost get anything now, can't you? If not, yeah. I think it's that good a book, I'll read it to you. Good lad. Hey? Good lad, I um, like that. So we're going to go and um, yeah. treat your bees, um, and we'll talk about it when we're over there, because you'll have to do a bit of talking and explaining, because I've got to... We're going to use oxalic acid, um, but we're going to sublimate it, which is... So the easiest way to describe sublimation... It's a technicality, actually. You're going to tell me off. It looks like vaporising, so it's going to sort of all be like a big gas, all right, right. that goes into the... But, of course, vaporising is a liquid that gets yeah. turned... Whereas sublimation is a solid that immediately gets turned into um, a gas. So... Um, oxalic acid crystals are entirely organic because of course they come from oxalis from the, the plant um, which means that in terms of environmental they're enti- totally environmentally friendly um, and they will kill the mite that's 70 something times more um, poisonous to the mite than they are uh, the honeybee so almost zero mortality rate for the bees but it will kill all the mites and we want to do that now when it's still cold because as the weather starts to warm, the queen is going to start to lay eggs. Yeah. <clears throat> Those eggs, when they develop, uh, or during the developmental stage, will get the cells will get covered in wax and sealed, 
and the mites will feed off of the bee and we can't get to that. So we need to do it before she starts laying and there's loads of brood, when all of the cells are open so that the gas can go in, kill all the mites before um, the the bees start developing. And that will drop the loading down as we head into spring because as we head into spring and the weather really starts to warm, she'll be starting to lay up to 2,000 eggs a day and that colony is going to go and become massive. If we haven't controlled the varroa, it will become massive with shed loads of varroa in it, and then wow. that's a really difficult place to, to start. Yeah, you sort of, yeah. So, so in a in a sense, we're we're pre-arming ourselves. Exactly that. Yeah, knocking as much varroa off as we can now, so that they can go in, and the colony will be nice and strong going into the spring. Yeah, and then we can have a little look again when the weather warms, and we'll do a mite drop as well. So we'll have a look see how many mites fall out uh, over yeah. 24 hours and see yeah. what the sort of loading is, and if we need to do anything again. Yeah. That's cool. So we're going to do that now. on that note, mm-hmm. where are we with, when do we think we'll introduce our next hive? Probably May, June time. Cool. It's always later than people think because the nukes, or the small beehives, come from normally swarms, or unless you've overwintered them. Yeah. <clears throat> so when some of the other colonies swarm, rather than them swarming and just going into the air... I'll take that swarm and put it in a small box and create another beehive. And that's what we'll put here. Um, so in some ways, that sort of works out maybe quite well for us because we were talking about maybe planting around it, weren't we? Or yeah. So we can get that groundwork done, yeah. come over and plant some seeds and whatever, and that new can go straight into this new space. Cool. Um, so while we get our stuff together, if you haven't already, we'd love to hear what you think of it. So rate the podcast. You've got like a little star rating or something. Um, certainly on iTunes. I'm not, I don't have a, a not iPhone. So what's that? An Android phone. I don't have Android, so I don't know how you do it on there. But I imagine it's the same thing. We're on Spotify and, um, and iTunes. Uh, and if you love it, please do review it and leave questions all that kind of jazz and don't forget to subscribe because obviously we do them every month we do them longer now so you've got us warbling on <laughs> for a whole month <laughs> to you, listen to it people you, come back to it I think you, you you're far more confident than me <laughs> what about the idea that someone might come back no also, no, I, I wouldn't even ask people to rate it I'd be too worried I'd be getting like I think it's really important for other people though because if people stumble across it if they know you or they know me or vicariously they know whatever we've done together then it's a bit easier to say, oh, I recognise that name. I'll... But if you don't, I think the only way that really we shop is based on recommendation, isn't it? So if you see a podcast that's got lots of reviews, you might think, oh, great, I'll check that out. Whereas if you don't, then you wouldn't. And I'm sort of getting to the point now with this where I think some of the stuff we're talking about is really quite important. And I think it's... And I don't mean that in a pious way. I just mean that it would be a shame that if more people didn't listen to it, whether it's gardening or bees or kind of emotional health or just being human I think we've touched on some really interesting subjects up until now yeah I suppose but I suppose I don't in one way view it like that because it's just it's just life and yeah so I gave a talk yeah. the other day and um, and I'll talk quite openly you know when I'm I'm giving a talk about you know my life and my journey and, and you know the cul-de-sacs that I've been mm-hmm. in and and one fella came up to me the other night and said, um, "said thank you very much." He said, "But can I say you really, you really do, you know, talk openly about your life?" And and my little head sort of goes, "Well, why wouldn't you?" Yeah, sure, sure. You know, it, it, if your life is what it is, then you know, and it's, my life's not all been great, and. 
and I've got myself in some right two and eights and, and as I said cul-de-sacs along the way and, and childhood was at times I always describe my childhood as interesting right it's yeah. a loaded but statement isn't, yeah but isn't isn't <laughs> isn't our path you know our life and the path that we take isn't that that's what the tapestry what we are that's life yeah. and I think if you share that and you can talk to people and somebody goes Actually, yeah, he got over that. He dealt with mm-hmm. that. Or, That's useful. Or somebody... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I think that's... I absolutely agree. Well, my book of the month, cool. this month, was going to be Amy Schumer's book. Right. So Amy Schumer, the American comedian, uh, she's got a book called The Girl with the Lower Back Tattoo. So I'm writing a new book now, and one of the things I was struggling with was how much I hold back and how much I don't. Yeah. I read that book. Green light, fella. Green light. Yeah, I mean, because you're quite... You can... I mean, you've... It took you a while... To you first told me actually about the depression and bits and pieces by text message. Oh yeah, I would have done. Oh god, nobody nobody's supposed to hear about that, right? That's the way that my life has always been. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, but I've you been. You told me by text message. I led the I led the toothpaste commercial life for a very long time, where everything yeah. had to be perfect and all the yeah, rest of it. I think, but surely you must feel now you feel a little bit more. Oh totally. To it. You must oh different. totally. This is yeah. weird talking about it, knowing that people are listening to it. Yeah. I'm not. I'm okay with it now. Absolutely okay with it, yeah. um, because we've received enough feedback that says that actually, no, it's okay. It's, it's the right thing yeah. to do. And I've asked on. I've asked Garden as well this year if they if we can go and find. Because they ask you, you know, what sort of things would you like to do? And um, one of them I've asked to do is to go and work with. Um, with head gardens, so I go to all these yeah. lovely places, and I always. You know, it's me walking around talking about it, which is all right. You know, it's fine, and I have a nice day. But I always feel a bit like we've left without really telling people about the nuts mm-hmm. and bolts. Yeah, yeah, I get that. And so I've said, could I go find some places in different parts of the country and at different months and go and work with a head gardener for mm-hmm. a day so I can go, oi, right, so that, you know, what are you topping that off then? Because yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. gardens in a different way, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, but I've also said, could you, we just go and find how gardens have affected people yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever way yeah. and, and get me just to talk yeah. to people and because you will probably that. find people that have grown a garden with all of the plants that a loved one that they've lost liked so every time they go in the garden yeah. it reminds them of them you'll find people that garden for vegetables uh, and grow them because they've got a community and it's brought the community together because yeah. they're a lower social economic community or yeah. something or demographic, whatever. Um, yeah, you'll, you'll find all sorts of ways that gardens connected people because it has for millennia. We've lost that, that human beings were not built to sit indoors doing jobs. Yeah. Our mechanism, our body is to... built to dig and hunt and yeah. grow and be outside and and yet we don't really do any of no. that anymore. And, you know, that, that drives what well, drives a problem ultimately, doesn't it? But... Mm-hmm. And talking of all of that, let's yeah. go and yeah. uh, partake in what is believed to be the oldest profession and the oldest uh, hobby in mankind, which is beekeeping. I thought it was prostitution, but there you go. I've heard it's prostitution, but I don't think prostitution... I haven't so obviously researched it. Beekeeping <laughs> keeping bees, I think, predates prostitution by quite a bit. Yeah, I suppose it would then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're talking like... I think it's 8,000 8, It always fascinates AD. me. Right. I always go back to the first person. Ever? In my head. Right. I go back and when... Who was the first person to do that? Yeah. Right, yeah. 
they had fascinating smoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the things we eat and the things that yeah, we do. Yeah. It was like, you know, when did, especially some of the, the slightly cracker stuff we do. Yeah, yeah, I know what you when mean. When did someone go, this is a good idea? Yeah. Because actually half of them that tried something probably died. Well, it's like that question, isn't it? Who was the first person to milk a cow and what exactly did he think he was doing at the time? Right. Yeah, that's probably how prostitution started. <laughs> oh, oh, I've got an edit point already. <laughs> oh, dear, lovely. This. Boom. <laughs> right, wow. So actually, if I describe this, you look more like, Jez, you're going to jumpstart something. <laughs> oh, don't you? Yeah. You've got a full battery, you've got a trolley. Jumpstart. You've, you've got better. something that looks a bit more like a laser gun. Yeah. Now you've <laughs> put on a mask. Is it? Well, and I'm stood here with a cat. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? But Willow, you going to say hello to people? No. You've been meowing all that time. Look at the look on his face now, look at you. <laughs> You're bored yeah, now. he's going, oh, oh my. Oh, here we go, Dad. Wow. So, we don't want to breathe this in, so I actually, to be fair, everybody, I am stood back a little way. Yeah, you're out of the way. And just witness, if he turns it on me, <laughs> please, make sure that he gets arrested. Well, it's all, I mean, this is the sort of, the irony is, it's all organic. So, is that purely what that is used for, or is it used for anything else? The salic acid? Yeah. Do you know what? I don't know. I think you can use it for other stuff, like cleaning, I think. Yeah, I've think. heard... Someone will tell us now. Yeah. I've no. heard this. I've heard the name before, so I reckon it is used for yeah. other stuff. It's obviously used for something blooming obvious, knowing... Probably. ...knowing us. Um, so what I've got to do is, I mean, the, it's not ideal doing it today because of the weather. Yeah, it's a little bit windy out. now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're flying, but it's a bit windy. So I'm just going to seal the entrance. Up. Yeah. And it, uh, the smoke can't get out. Yep. So now this they... gun here, which is the heating element, right? We need to heat up to 230 degrees Celsius. Wow. So that. When the oxalic acid hits the hot plate, it immediately evaporates. Wow. Um, and then that will start to... Yeah, so it will just fill. That will create the moisture. Yeah. Well, it doesn't create any moisture. Right. It's just the, the gas, the oxalic acid Acid gas, gas yeah. Will kill, will come in contact with the mites and immediately kill them. Um, but it's not, not sure something you it. want to breathe in. He's not sure about the bees now. That's what it is. He's <laughs> going old on a minute. And we'll also check that they see if they need feeding, because remember the other... Uh, yeah, so we've got some more... Um, fondant. Yeah. Check to see if they need any of that. So that's another... Oh, there you go, look. Another kg of that. They've eaten wow. all of that, so they can have some of that as well. Sort that out in a minute. So this is just working its way up. So it's just starting to heat, yeah? Yeah, so we're at 180 degrees now. It won't take long. Um, and it's obviously extremely hot, so all of the safety equipment's really important. Um, and the only reason we're doing this now is because it's too cold to do some of the treatments that are inside the hive that we sometimes put inside the hive. Right? Yeah. So this is a way that I don't have to disturb the bees, don't have to do anything else. But it looks like a really strong colony. Uh, interestingly, 
I mean, we've got a little bit of warmth in the air today. You know, the aconites are out, the snowdrops are out. Um, there's quite a few mm. out, isn't there? Yeah, those. Flying Which is a and... really good sign of a strong colony. Yeah. So opportunistic. I'm going to do this now. Go on. So what you see is as I turn this upside down. Yeah. You see wow. some of that vapour come out. I'll try and keep as much in there as possible. So effect on the bees, you said obviously that it doesn't really affect them. No. I mean would it would it you know, would they end up a little bit stoned or anything at all or <laughs> Is there a positive effect? <laughs> Is there a benefit, yes. Yeah. Um no. Take all of this malarkey off now. Um so that's pretty amazing. You know, just in that small time that we've done that, yeah. check out the bees there. I but know. can you see, because they're waiting to get in, can you see they've all got pollen as yeah, well? Yeah, they have, haven't they? There are some huge pollen oh, loads wow, there. there's some... Yeah, you right. look at the colour. I'm going to grab a photo of that because we're in January, Adam. You know, and they opportunistically have found all of that pollen and big pollen loads, right? This is a so good... do you think that's from those aconites? Could be. I'll have a little look in a second. Some of those are really loaded. Yeah, there's very, And then he's very... going to go in, isn't he? He's going to download... She, yeah. She, sorry. Yeah. Um, going to go in, download, and then if at that stage, that bee might start to tell... Because there's some coming back with nothing at all. Which they might have nectar, though. Oh, yeah, I suppose they might. Their yeah, tummies might sense. be full of nectar. Yeah. But then or water. The ones that have come back with the pollen... Well, then go in there, obviously download what they've got, but then start to tell the others about, wow, I found this. Yep. This is where you want to go, and yep. this is when they what, turn themselves round, mate, isn't it? And they... The waggle dance. The waggle dance, yep. yeah. Yeah, they'll do a waggle dance in there, yeah. I think that is so... It's sort of a bit mind-blowing. Yeah. It's lovely to see this time of the year as well. Really, really lovely. Yeah. So we'll just take the roof off. I'm not going to expose them down here, but what we have seen is that when we were here last time, they've eaten it all out. They've been pretty desperate with that, haven't they, eating all that? You've got a lovely colony here, mate. Gosh. Really lovely. So nice to see them all out so uh, so early. Um, so yeah, the very top of the beehive is covered by this piece of wood, a crown board, yep. we call it. There's a little hole in the top of the crown board, and yep. the hole is used to potentially feed them if we need them to uh, need them to eat so because they've eaten all of that and I don't know what the weather's going to be like the nice thing about bees is they're not like Labradors they they feed to regulate so a little bit more like cats in that sense exactly that yeah slightly more sensible <laughs> we've both got Labradors so yeah. we both know how that works right but yeah so I can give them this and if they don't eat it that's okay it doesn't matter but I'd rather they had it just in case the weather turns because yeah. we've had such an unpredictable weather haven't we do you know what boy Isla had that she'd eat the bag and all yeah. so will they go back round to the entrance they'll go down now oh the ones flying out will go in for the entrance yeah. but there's a hole under there so they'll crawl yeah. under ah, there so they'll go back in and go back downstairs and they'll yep. find the other bag yep but that's so encouraging so so encouraging not all of the colonies that I care for unfortunately are that strong which is you know that is one of the challenges with with bees is that they're not always um, they're not always strong enough to I do really well over winter. And also obviously partly by the fact that there's there's plenty of food about for them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
nice and healthy. See all these dead bees out the front? That's a healthy sign because it means that as they've died in the colony, yeah. they've pushed by, come to the end of their life, they've been kicked out kicked so out. they don't rot and yeah. everything inside. Um, so yeah, really joyful. Well, we've, I've had a really it's lovely day today. It's fascinating. Isn't it? Yeah, this is the bit, you know, I get super richy getting in to see the bees. Because yeah. also, as a gardener, symbiotically, you get to see the garden working, don't you? Go look. You, get, you get to so see Willow's it. back now to say hello. Yeah, so I, uh, just like them, when you see all the pollen in, we can go and have a little look and see what that super, super, yeah. almost white it pollen, was, that was lovely, yeah. really creamy. Um, and of course you've got the dark well, yellow, which I suspect is crocus. Well, also though, mate, um, I've got that um, cornus mass, which is covered in flower over there, look. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it might be. We, we could have a wander over there in a second. Let's go and have a look, let's see if the bees are on see, there. See if anything's on there. Well, I think that's what we'll do. I think next time, uh, February, when we're back yep. for the next podcast, We'll um, we'll have a little chat about chat about pollens, and uh, and see what the bees are, are liking in the garden already, and that might help shape some. If you're listening and you think, you know, what can I plant to help the bees? That might shape some of that, right? Yeah, choices and plants. That's good, mate. We had a lovely day. It's good. This is quite nice. Just to stood out here for ten minutes in the sun, isn't summer. it? And I got a cup of tea today. Yeah, I know. That was nice. Should we talk about that? No, next time. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Have you, you got any Earl Grey? <laughs> I, there's nothing wrong with Earl Grey. I like Earl Grey. So that's my daughter, look. She's going off. She's very it. tall, isn't she? Yes. Oh, she's on top of a horse. No, she's on a horse. <laughs> anyway, right. boy, it's nice to see you. As always. Um, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everyone else. Yeah. And all that. I hope everybody has a healthy and... That's been a long one today, mate. Has it? It's been almost two hours. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know whether we they should apologise or... Yeah, I'd apologise. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. I'll edit it down as much as I can. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. bye. bye.